When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it is a fantastic Friday. Al, you had your home opener last night. You, uh, I think you're getting on a plane to go to Philadelphia any minute now. There's a lot going on for you. I'm excited for you. I'm excited that you are in the thick of your thing. It bothers me that the Comrex does not work on planes. <laughs> right. You could get there for the opening pitch. We don't miss anything. Nothing. I just bring some uh, bring some food that smells up the entire place. And Tuna then do sandwich a, or like uh, some sort of yep. stew. I want Chinese food. <laughs> Chinese I want to have Chinese else. food. Poke bowl. Poke yeah. bowl would be great Pokey's choice. not even, I, I don't even think that's, that's potent be- enough. Pokey's a better choice than like a tuna sandwich. Like a tuna sandwich, yeah. the second you unwrap it, it's like, oh, somebody's got a tuna sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's, it's on the plane. It's in the room. I want somebody to my left, somebody to my right, and I want to have the headset on saying, <laughs> oh, that's fact. <laughs> And just do three hours and 15 minutes. We could just do a three hour and 15 minute Ask Slee. That would be good. Like a trans, you know, sometimes you'll get somebody that gets on a plane and they'll do an AMA, like an Ask Me Anything, and they'll just answer questions as they fly across the country. We could just do that with Ask Slee. You could just do it entirely remotely, just entirely through Twitter. You'd be ready to go. Perfect. Do you ever get the sense that the world is out to troll you and or are you just kind of like... There, there's somebody somewhere that's like, hey, hey, watch this. We're going to get this guy. We're going to twist him up for no good reason. So is it more like momentum is going the other way? Is no. it more you feel like, okay, is that really happening as well? Well, a little bit of that. Okay. A, a little bit of that. It's just like, really? This is the, like this is my, my new lot in life? Because here's very, what's happening. Yeah, I'm very interested. Here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to... I don't know, I'd say one or two, something, maybe three or four on the top. And this year I think I went twice um, to Padre games. Okay. Right? So because I, where I live, believe it or not, I closer. Live, I'm closer to Petco Park than I am to Dodger Stadium. Um, so when the Dodgers go down there, I'll go and catch a game and usually one more. Um, so I buy my tickets through the Padres. I buy my tickets through the ballpark app, and you know, I get. I am on a mailing a, list get that somewhere. Targeting thing, a little. right? Well, the geo targeting. <laughs> put figure it that this one way. out a little bit. Better. I would have been allowed to buy NLDS tickets from my home. I was in one of the acceptable zip codes. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's how close I am to Petco Park. Even as a Dodger fan, I'm down there. So anyway, I'm on this uh, Padre email distribution list. Yep. And so here, and I'm obviously on the Dodger one too. So the Dodgers, and you get the hey, well, thanks for a great season, bang, yeah. bang, bang, yeah. all that stuff, whatever. Thanks for nothing. No, Dodgers Dodger send me front office. an email every week. Yeah. I'm like relax, guys. So really, it's the every, same emails a week ago. Every day since uh, what would that be? Saturday night when they got eliminated. Saturday night. I'm getting an email from the Padres saying celebrate the Padres in the National League Championship Series. Here's your Padre playoff merch. Here's an opportunity to yeah. buy tickets. Would you like to take a trip to San Diego? I'm getting bombarded with Padre isn't this great emails every single day. And I, I believe it's directed at me personally. Not that I'm just on a mass distribution list. Yeah. It's sent to Travis Rogers, Dodger fan, watch this, send. At what point do you unsubscribe? 
Well, no. Are I, you lazy enough to not unsubscribe? Because I always get emails, and I'm like, God, you know, why do I keep getting this email? This is so stupid. And then I just press delete. Yeah, but it, rather than, it, than scroll down exactly. and just hit unsubscribe, and then they're going to kind of give you a little survey. Hey, what happened? You, what talk to us here? Yeah, why? Well, are you sure? <laughs> what happened? And you got to scroll all the way to the bottom. It's in super small print. You get you can oh, barely yeah. see it. Yeah. Click here to unsubscribe. Yeah, I can barely even see it. Well, then there's options that will say like. Do you want less emails? No, I just want these to go away What if forever. we send you an email about this, and then there's unsubscribe from all of that? Every single day, I'm getting, hey, Padres, game three, get excited. Here's a watch party. Here's this. I'm like, guys, I, not I, cool, Padres. don't make me not spend money with you. Like, I will buy a ticket from you a couple yeah. of times a year. Yeah. Don't, don't rub it in. I feel like the internet has conspired against me. It's not cool, bro. It's not cool. Look how respectful I've been this entire time. And then here are the Padres doing this. Freaking BS. It's BS. That's what it is. It's directed at me. And you know, I don't know if you saw this last night. This is this is shock. I, I I can't believe that it didn't lead. Like never mind. Like Sports Center. Like the news. Did you see where the Astros let their pitcher who was carving guys up yeah. go all the way into the seventh inning? Did you see that? What? Like yeah, I, I didn't pretty... even know that that was an option. Like Framber Valdez is one of the best pitchers in the American yeah, League. He's pretty good. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they did this crazy thing yeah. where they let him go through the lineup three times. I mean, I I, I was under the impression that you could never go through a lineup a third yeah. time. I was under the impression that you could never have your pitcher pitch seven innings because the math says that they can't go through three times. Valdez apparently gave up no. The only runs he gave up is because he made a throwing error. It was awesome. That's too. it. Awesome. He was. He was just. He de- doubled down. Fell on the ground. Is like. I, I won't even play. look, and I'm going to throw it anywhere towards <laughs> bad, first. Bad play, but you know what? Oh well, he didn't yeah. give up any, you know, hits. He didn't, he didn't get in any sort of trouble because Dusty Baker does this weird thing where he lets his pitcher, who's setting guys down, just keep going. But did, 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 seven innings. Pitt, I didn't know that was a thing you could do. 101 pitches. I just, I just think of like, I think of Andrew Friedman in his office, okay, <laughs> and he's got one of those old computers. Like the Macintosh, and it's you know what I'm talking about Commodore 64. It's got like the huge screen, <laughs> and then you start kind of typing in that your pitcher is going to go past the fifth, and then smoke just starts coming out the back. <laughs> it blows up. It's just like, wait a minute here. No, no, the computer doesn't understand what you're trying to do. Uh, I, I, yeah. Look. By the so, way, you know what? Could I tell you something? Yeah, it keeps happening all postseason. Well, they they, they got this weird thing where Wheeler they're using pitched, their eyes. Wheeler pitch seven. Yeah. Really well, won the game. Okay. Um, yeah, no, Musgrove Ver- was over, or not Musgrove. Verlander, Snell was over a hundred pitches. Verlander struck out eleven, just set guys down. They did this weird thing where their best pitcher pitched like their best pitcher, super weird. And then last night, their second best pitcher pitched like their best uh, pitcher and went seven innings, threw a hundred pitches, and I mean, threw the order three times. How in the world could you sign up for something like that? So here's what: my, here's what about the future? Too. What yeah. about the math? Yeah, I don't know. They might too. win the World Series. That would be kind of cool. That might be fun to have. Here's my question too. I'm still bothered. <laughs> well, because it's fair. We're six days out. Six days ago, it happened. Okay. Yeah. So you've had some baseball that's going on. At what point do you think during the show? you're not going to mention 
what, like a month away, like after the World Series. Say, the World and Series two is weeks have after to end. the World Series. Yeah. And I think once the World Series ends, and I keep watching uh, whether it's Garrett Cole or Verlander mm-hmm. or Wheeler or Darvish or whoever it may be, go into the sixth and seventh inning and you know get guys out and help their team win. Then weird it stuff like brings that. it all up again. Then maybe yeah. I'll be able to turn the page after that. Okay, I'm just looking forward to them really hammering in that five innings early next season. Like, yep, yep, it's May. Five innings, yank him out. Okay, because you're not the only one. Yesterday, I'm doing pre with Michael. Michael, out of nowhere, I'm like, you know, we're talking about the shooting. This is before the shooting. So we had game one shooting, which was 25%. Yes. We had game two shooting, which 20. was 20%. 20. Which gets us at about 22.5%. Sunday going to be 15? Stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I just, I can follow trends. I see what you're we're doing. We're dropping by five. <laughs> Listen, I'm talking to Michael. And I, I, we're talking, I think, about shooting some of that. And he just out of nowhere brings up runners in scoring position. That's what he brings <laughs> up, just out of nowhere. And I'm like, Michael, I love the reference, and I know exactly what you're talking about. That was awesome, and it had nothing to do with what we're talking about. He's like, well, I'm still in the, I'm still, he's still mourning the Dodgers loss. Well, they got the most hits with runners in scoring position during the regular season regular. now. That we led we led the league in every metric during yep. the regular season, and you know the postseason is just a crapshoot. But of course, the crapshoot part of it, we're not going to follow that when it comes to letting the pitcher pitch. That right. five innings, get him out, get him out, get him out. And uh, here's I don't know, Valdez looked pretty good to me. Here's the good news. The good news is Dave Dave Roberts, as Andrew Friedman mentioned, has the autonomy to do anything Cl- he wants. Okay, can I? Can we just talk anything about how frustrating that? If he could do anything he wants and did that, then why isn't he fired? I mean, it's as simple as that, right? If if he can do anything he wants, then when Clayton Kershaw was sent back out there against the Nationals to give up two home runs and blow, why 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 was that not one of those? Hey, listen, that's a terrible, terrible decision. We're going to have to go in a different direction. Why are none of those things, you know, like stuck on his permanent record? Why does that not Why does that not add up over time? You say, you know what? We've allowed you to make these decisions. They really haven't produced the fruit that we were hoping to. And now, anyway, let's talk about the Lakers and their is shooting. That, is I'm that a, frustrated is all that a what did Friedman say? Is that really the narrative? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I just, I'd no, like to answer that. I was just going to say, yeah. you ever, you're ever in a situation where you got questions that are going down and you got whether it's a coach, a manager, whatever it is, right? And when they say, is that really the narrative? Like, don't you just want to turn around? It's like, um, yes. Literally, everybody is asking the same. Everybody's thinking the same thing. What do you mean? Is that really the narrative? It always look the the narrative is you lost again. The narrative is why did you lose again? The narrative is what are you going to do to try to not lose next time? Um, and then Wheeler goes out and does his thing, and Valdez goes out and does his thing, and Garrett Cole goes out and does his thing, and Verlander goes out and does his thing. That apparently it, there are other ways they to went do this. Against they won. And they won the game. What was the vibe the in uh, the crypt last night for opening night? Because on TV, like at the early part of the game, and, and I having gone through it myself a million yeah, times, yeah. there were a ton of empty seats right as the game started. It filled in. It was fine by the middle of the first quarter. But at the beginning, I'm like, where is everybody? You just see a bunch of T-shirts or towels. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, they got T-shirts out there. Yeah. Vibe, solid. I mean, listen, and, it, and it's going to be. I mean, it's so many different, you know, you're in L.A., it's opening night, Lakers and the Clippers. There is... I actually thought, and I know we're going to get all the specifics of the actual game. The game was close. Like it was actually nice to hear Laker fans in the fourth quarter feel like, "Hey, we got we got we got a game here." And I'm not I'm not trying to tell you they played perfect basketball because we both know that they didn't. But it was a good vibe, and it actually felt good to hear Laker fans getting up. I had a kind of a moment there. Braun blocks Paul George. Austin Reeves gets the ball going down, throws a no look yeah. alley oop to Lonnie Walker. I'm like, "What the hell?" Places 
energized, right? Mm-hmm. You go up two at that point, they end up losing the game. But vibe-wise, really, really good vibe. Really good vibe for a game that, um, you know, obviously Lakers now 0-2, but a really good vibe. It's funny to hear you say that because you're, you're right. I agree with you. But just the fact that we're two games in and, hey, they were close, that was fun. That, like, makes me cringe. It really does. That, hey, we were we didn't get blown out is not the Lakers standard is not what I think anybody was hoping for. I think that even the most optimistic Laker fans are looking at this as something that's not a championship team. Yeah. But just the idea of, hey, we were in it, and at least we had the lead briefly in the fourth quarter. is like, ay ay ay, is that where we are after two games? Yes. The, it, 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 more to do with the matchups. More to do with who you just played. Right? More Same to do idea, with the, though. That a more Laker to do with team. the Warriors and the Clippers. I, I, I get that, but a Laker team should never have the, hey, at least we were in it. Kind well, that, of thing. Let's, let's put it this way. When they when it all went down and they win an NBA championship and then you still got Anthony Davis and LeBron, nobody would be thinking that that's the conversation at this stage, and it was a conversation last year, too. All right, so what happens next? What happens after 25 turns into 20 with the third game of the season coming up? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Is this for our guy Greg Bergman here, uh, Taylor? Yeah, he's seen Atlantis tonight. Greg's going to see Alanis Morissette tonight in concert. Where's she performing? The Hollywood Bowl. Bowl, yeah. We can survive. What's that called? It's called We Can Survive. It's the, uh, it's put on by Amp Radio. Just have like a, a bunch of artists come through. Cool, bro. We'll go to the Charger Raider game together. I guess we're not going to this together. <laughs> are you mad? Are you bummed that you're missing Alanis? Just listen. You don't want to be at this show. I think I could take it or leave it. Quite frankly, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay start. with it. Like if you said to me, are "Hey, there tickets still available on the." <laughs> Lonis Moore said tonight, you and me, Friday night at the ball. You want to go? I'd be, no, I don't think I do. <laughs> I, think, I think, I'm, think I'm good. Straight up reject him? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just, I, I'm good. Like if you saw Such a good the Foo Fighters, I'd go. Oh my gosh. There's something, you know, something <laughs> else. Who's going to be there? thing with me and her, it's more her lyrics. That's what gets me. I did not know that she was uh, still performing. I Still doing her thing. I like her. I just don't know if I need to go see her in concert. Like, I I, I liked her back in, what, we're talking like mid-90s when she was at her peak? Is that about right? Yeah. And then uh, I'm still, still a fan. I just, you know, it's, it's a lot of traffic and no, you got to fight your way into the bowl just for that. I don't know. I'm more just hurt. That's it. Just disappointed that he didn't invite me. Taylor, we had, would you, you know, go? We had other times. Yeah, I would go. The bowl, yeah, you're right, Trav. It's, it's a hell 
it's a hellhole. It's kind of a the bowl. Yeah, getting in there. It is, but it's once the you're best. there. It, yeah, it's once the you're in, it's great. It's but the best. getting in, it's like Dodger Stadium parking lot times a hundred. It's it's not the easiest thing in the world to get into. And there's into. like an incline, like you're walking uphill for most of it. You should Uber. Oh, I've I've good luck, Travis. I've hey, Uber, uh, I've Uber there. Uphill, You're guys. not leaving. Somebody call me an Uber. It's like <laughs> 25 feet of uphill. I need a I need a lift along the way. How I long was that ride? It was like two minutes. Yeah, I don't. I will never live in San Francisco. This is my whole yeah. That would thing. not be yeah. a good spot for you. That would not be a good spot for you. All right. Um, where do you want to start, Al? We'll the, go Rams. Sure. You want to talk about Christian McCaffrey going to the 49ers? We we'll go Rams. Then we'll go Dodgers. We'll go UCLA right <laughs> after that, and then. Um, then hey, have a great weekend. We'll see you on on Monday. Um, oh, for can I? I, I got to play this for you because yep. this is this is funny. Like sometimes you can tell when somebody's putting on an act. Like mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh my gosh, he went you know two for his last forty, and yeah. Then there's the wait, he's two for forty. You don't quite know. I feel like Shaq and Charles Barkley when they found out that Russell Westbrook was over eleven were genuinely surprised by it. Oh my God, Russell was zero for eleven. Yes, he was. Second worst shooting night without a bucket. Oh, they were. Once had an zero for thirteen game, but he was zero for eleven. Did have five steals in the game, but uh, the Clippers get out of the gate with a win. The Lakers start the season. Oh, that's ugly. And two zero for eleven. Zero for eleven. Yeah, (laughs) that's amazing. It's just says that's amazing, as if it was like an accomplishment. Don't say well, it like that, Kenny. Things could be amazing. Like you could be amazed at something that's not great. You could like I can't can't believe I just saw that. It's true. Can't believe I can't believe I like if all of a sudden, for instance, yeah. if I went up to try to dunk a basketball mm-hmm. and jammed it off the front of the rim and fell down and landed yep. on my be like, well, that was amazing. It's it's a failure, but it's still amazing. It has been. Uh, two games in, Lakers can't hit a shot. Their life depended on it, at least from the three-point line. Russ, I know, is going to get a lot of the criticism today because he went 0 for 11. He was 0 for 6 from the three-point line. Um, Wasn't just him. No, that's that's you know that's kind of funny. Let me let me ask you this, and this is, I think you and I have had this conversation before. The guy gets so much of our energy. And he just his game should not justify that much of our energy. And I was thinking about this, you know, doing the post game yesterday. And you knew it was going to happen. Listen, he went 0 for 11, and it's Russ, right? So if Lonnie Walker went 0 for 8, of course it's not a big deal, right? If Anthony Davis, if AD, that's a little bit if different he went of a story. 11, we'd mention it. That, that's 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 a different, a uh, little bit different story. But that's different because <laughs> AD is kind of your entire franchise. You know what we always say about Anthony Davis? Hey, if he's not healthy, Lakers have no shot. You know what we don't say about Russ? Hey, if he's not in the lineup, the Lakers have no shot. Nobody really, nobody equates Russ to that. Sure. So last night it starts. Of course, this morning we're going to continue to have this conversation. They all suck at the three. They all are awful at three-point shooting. And it doesn't help Braun, who was, I know, being completely honest, but saying after the first game, we don't have any lasers here. He's being honest. I just hate to hear it after game one, and I don't know how... Yeah, that's one you could have kept to yourself or at least held it in your back pocket for a week or two. He said it yesterday, too. He's like, look, I was asked the question. You kind of tried cleaning it up a little bit. But the reality is what you're saying is, go look at our squad. Yeah. Who on this team is going to go hit it these open jumpers? It was weird, though, that after one game, it's you. like, oh, no, we can't shoot. It's like, uh, yeah, no, you're right, but, you know, maybe we pretend... Say it in we, practice. Yeah, we might get better. You know, we didn't shoot well tonight would mm-hmm. be okay. Hopefully we'll make a few more moving forward to be okay. Yeah, we don't have any lasers. 
It's like, all right, cool. Okay, but but what, cool season, super fun, season. super fun season. <laughs> what what to me is what kind of I I can't really get over, and I know it's just the start of the season. Pre-game show, Darvin Ham is asked about what Russ said. Mm-hmm. Russ obviously after the first game talked about. Remember they're asking him about hey. The hamstring injury, you think anything to do with not starting? And <clears throat> Russ says, 14 years I've been doing it this way. Now all of a sudden I got to do this, which really just kind of highlights the uh, I would like to just be a starter and I don't want this to be a conversation. I want to do it my way. I want to do it I, my way. I do it this way and this way exclusively. So Darvin Ham's asked about that in the pregame show. Do you have it right there? I have Darvin Ham, Westbrook to be, has to be professional, and Westbrook Say, and I have had a discussion. Do the, do the had a discussion. Do that one. First and foremost, um, let me be clear with this. The Lakers, myself, my staff, we in no shape, no way, shape, or form will ever put anybody, player, and employee in harm's way, be it physically, mentally, spiritually. We don't stand for that. We're not about that. That's not who we are. Second of all, uh, Russ and I discussed what was out there, brief discussion. We moved on. We got understanding. And again, as the coach of this team, my staff and I, we're going to do what's best for our team, be as successful as we can be. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. It's before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Lakers are about to take on the Clippers, right? A team that probably has got a good chance of coming out of the West or being one of the teams in the thick of it, okay? This is before the game starts. The thing that I paid attention to most there, me and my staff are going to do what's in the best interest of the team. Yes. Talk to Russ. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Then Ramona comes in. Ramona has a question too. The first one I think was Dave McMenamin. Ramona kind of following up on one of those questions. By the way, Ramona's the only one. I have been around Luke Walton, Frank Vogel, and Darvin Ham. I think she's the only person that walks into one of these pressers and all of them say, hey, Ramona, how's it going? In the middle of the presser. <laughs> in the middle of the presser. She's got juice. They say hello to her as if they saw her at the grocery store and they're having a conversation. She's got okay? juice. She's got juice. She's damn good at what she yeah. does. Okay. Play this part about um, kind of a follow-up to that question. This is before the Lakers take on the Clippers. Respect and routine. You know, he's been around a long time. He's been a high-level player for a very long time. So, um, you know, I I know what that's about and how that is. But on the other hand, you have to be prepared to do whatever your team needs you to do. And that's called being a professional. Uh, You know, however we choose to use them, there there has to be a willingness there to sacrifice for your teammates and overall good of the team if that course of action is going to lead to success. I'm walking out of the pregame show, and I'm like, so basically all the attention here, at least that's going to come out of this scrum, and all the Twitter that's going to be on there, all the all social platforms, it's going to be about this. Hey, these are interesting comments from Darvin Ham talking about that those comments that Russell Westbrook had. Mm-hmm. I go back to this, and you know something I just said a few minutes ago. There is so much energy going towards a player that's just not that good. Mm-hmm. There's so much energy and attention going towards somebody that is not going to be the difference of whether the Lakers win 50 games this year or they win 40 games this year or they win 30 games this year. I'm going to take Darvin Ham at his word. Darvin Ham had said this from the beginning. The guys who help this team, the guys who play defense, that all that's, those are the guys who are going to get the minutes. But listening to him there... I don't think Darvin Ham's trying to. He's not dancing around anything. No, you got to be a professional. Uh, sometimes you got to do what's in the best interest of the team. And I, you and I were saying this yesterday. Like, what would you do? Whether yesterday or the day before, what would you do with Russell Westbrook? And I kept leaning towards if Darvin Ham does not think this dude is an asset to this team. Okay, then move on. 
if he thinks I got to have this guy in because I have no depth and there are no other players that I can rely on, then go ahead and play him for as many minutes as you want. But that is so listening to those two comments before a game even starts in game two of the season, trying to get a fresh start with Darvin Ham is so incredibly disappointing. And there was one other quote that Russ had post game. We could play it a little bit later about his relationship with him, but I don't know how you feel listening to those comments, but I walk up and get ready to do the pregame show, and I'm like, there is zero attention towards the game right now because Russ is a conversation that takes up so much energy and makes no sense as far as justifying it. I, you asked me how I feel about it. I feel like I was right, again, about Russell Westbrook. I, that When you hear the head coach say, you got to be a professional, what that means is that guy's a bad guy. It's what it means. You can put it in whatever professional context of language you want, but the second I hear somebody say, hey, this guy needs to be professional, that means he's in it for himself. He's not what we're about. And to your point, Slee, you're right that we spend way too much time talking about his game. And look, he was 0 for 11, but their guards, Westbrook, Beverly, and Nunn, were 1 for 25 from the floor, 1 for 16 from the three-point line. So this was not exclusively Russell Westbrook. To your point again, does he help them win? No. Are they going to be noticeably better with him gone or worse with him gone? No. Darvin Ham's talking about it before the game, game two. Every question went from the day he's gotten here until last night. Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Get his ass out. Send him home. We are done with this because he's not a player that's going to impact you positively. If he weren't there last night, is the game roughly the same? Yes, it is. In fact, maybe they even win, right? So all of this time and energy, which I agree with you, is disproportionate to his impact on the team. Why are we doing it? Because his trade value doesn't really change at all. His his value as a player is not that he there averages no value. There, X there really points isn't. or rebounds. It's his, it's it's his expiring money. contract that's and it. his potential draft picks. That, that's, that's his it. value. So his, but that doesn't change a lick if he's at home on his couch because nobody's acquiring him for the player. They're acquiring him for the salary number. They're acquiring him for the draft picks. But maybe all of this time, energy, and concentration that's put on him after two games mind you and look darvin ham who you and i've spoken to a couple of times yeah. um is positive he's he's a serious guy but he's not a negative sort of guy you can almost if he's like dude look you got to be that's a that is a tone change very very quickly it's not from a 10 to a zero but it's from a 10 to a six and all of a sudden, and it's about the same guy over and over again. Wouldn't you rather answer questions about, hey, Lonnie Walker gave you a little bit last night. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, Kendrick Nunn, is he a little rusty from missing a hole? Like th- those are basketball things that you can talk about, but constantly going over Russell Westbrook's bad attitude, his refusal to alter his game, that he won't come off the bench, that it's just all, and to your point, I'll say it again. This is this this team is virtually identical with or without him. So why are we doing this? Why is all this emotional equity put in a guy that doesn't impact winning or losing really in any meaningful way? Doesn't adversely affect his trade value? Move along. Move. Let's move down the road. Let's end this so it's no. Once we take it off the table, we're done with it. We're not going to talk about it anymore. He's at home. He's not here. We're talking about the guys that are here. We're moving forward. You can end it like that. Only they decided to do this. Well, I, listen, I, I've said it, and you're kind of starting to get me leaning towards your way that maybe this is just end this damn thing. Just get it over You with. go over there, we'll go over yes. here, and we'll work with what we got, and if we could find a trade partner down the road, if we could try to, I saw something, I think Woj was tweeting, you're going to probably wait 
15, 20 games, that there's an advantage if you do that. If teams are bad enough, there's big draft picks coming. Maybe they're going to start tanking as well. You might get some leverage in some of these deals. But it would be the same if you were home. Well, I was going to (laughs) say, if he's there or if he's not there, I don't know if it's going to really make a difference. Can you imagine 15 more games of this? 15 more games of, hey, what's up with Russ? I mean, Darwin's going to want to bang his head on the desk. Don't play it now. We could play it when we come back. But his post-game comments on... Um, his post-game comments about just his relationship with Darvin Ham. We could play that when we come back. By the way, Stat Hero of the Day is brought to you by Stat Hero. 7-10. Local 7-10. market lineups in the Stat Hero app. Promo code 710. Want some local market games going on this weekend? I want you free got money, too. UCLA, Oregon. You got the Lakers and the Blazers will come up on Sunday. Um, I don't know an LAFC. Chargers plays uh, Seahawks. Right. That's right. Why well, I said local games. <laughs> um, <laughs> pay attention to the local market lineups at StatHero.com. We know it. It's simple. StatHero.com slash 710 and 100% deposit match. You you put 20 bucks in, they'll give you 20 bucks. Promo That's code simple. 710. Promo code 710. Right, Just st- put it in 710. Don't st- overthink it. 710. StatHero winning isn't a fantasy. All right. Um, your phone calls too. 877-710-ESPN. And, and again, maybe we should want Russ to stay in because there's nothing that people want to talk about more than Russell Westbrook and what they should do with him moving forward. It's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You know, we were talking about when I might turn the page on the baseball season for the Dodgers and how they operate and how they get cold at the worst possible times. I've decided it might take longer than we initially landed on at the end of the World Series. You don't have to give, you know, you don't have to give a date out there to everybody. Well, here's here's if you said like, hey, by November seventeenth, I'm good. No, I'm not going to do a date because here's what's going to keep happening, and it just happened again. Um, the Texas Rangers just announced that Bruce Boshi is going to be their new manager. Uh, so congratulations to him. He's a super nice guy. You got yep. to spend some time with him in San Diego. I, he, he's terrific and a, and a really good manager. What have he said in his presser? Ida had Tyler Anderson go six. Well, this is my problem, Slee, yeah. is every time they hire a manager, I'm like, I wonder if he'll just take the pitcher out after the fifth inning every time. I wonder if he's just handed sure. a, a spreadsheet in yeah. Excel and says, okay, mm-hmm. at pitch number 81, he comes yep. out no matter what. Or if he has a guy that, I don't know, setting guys down left and right, if you yeah. just let him go in the playoffs, see what comes next. Maybe are you let good? your eyeballs work a little bit. Are you good at all? Like, Is there a dance move that you do that no. you're like, oh, that's that's my signature move? I literally got nothing. But it doesn't stop me from just dancing. to kind of troll all of us and to lean into it. Dave Roberts in his next press conference should be like, should "Do the robot." <laughs> he should do the robot. He should do the robot. Well, somebody better tell him to do it. I mean, he it, can't it, just do it on it, his own. No, no. Somebody hey, has Dave, to. In question two and a half, break into the robot. It'll be funny. Our computer, our our analytics department has decided that going to the robot after this question two and a half laughs. is exactly what you're supposed to do, and then laugh at itself because then that'll get everybody. Laugh. We've determined that if you laugh first, it has a 38 percent more likelihood of getting other people in the room to the laugh robot. with you. 
And I want to hear the crypto.com. I want to hear that all together. Somebody better Come on, Dave. put it into the, the algorithm. Because if it's not in the algorithm, then we're not doing it. Algorithm, take him out. Uh, he's got nine guys in a row out. This really truly has nothing to do with baseball, and it has nothing to do with Bruce Bochy. You are looking for more misery. Just look. It's right here. It's, you should look at my computer. Bruce Boshi, right there. I couldn't I know, avoid it. But you will tie anything. Let me give you an example. Lakers will play the Blazers, and you will say, <laughs> you will find a way to tie in. No. You know Darvin Ham doesn't sound like a no, robot. Here, That's what, what you're going to say. It would be like if they're playing the Blazers on Sunday, and let's just say it's Russell Westbrook, just to kind of close the circle on this. And in the third quarter, he's screaming hot. He makes like five threes in a row. Okay, I understand. Where's fantasize with me he makes five threes in a row like well we usually don't start him in the fourth quarter we're going to set him down it's like don't you just let him keep going until he goes cold don't you just let it continue to happen i don't know the math says the beginning of the fourth quarter he never makes a three so we're not we're going to take him out like what the hell are we doing there are two things that i think make john and michael hallucinate during a Laker broadcast, okay? Every time they're calling a game one can i guess because i've heard (laughs) one of them i don't think you're going to guess is it replay uh, three things <laughs> that make them hallucinate in a Michael Laker broadcast. Michael is like the nicest guy in the world, but yeah. when he replay, replay oh, he's sends hallucinates. him around the bed. Yeah, no, he hallucinates. <laughs> Which, by the way, the NBA compared to Major League Baseball for replays, Major League Baseball is pretty damn good. It actually like, is. We see it, and then the guy's already coming out with a mic, you know, the, yep. yeah, the call stands, whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah. The NBA watches... 30 minutes of a movie. You can leave. I could leave. It was the opening of Save It Private Listen, Ryan. I could leave crypto. I could come across the street. I could grab a glass of water, a cup of coffee, go back, and then the play just got in. Okay, that's one of them. Okay? The second thing is illegal defense, you would think, is like a crime that has been committed. Okay? They both are like, this This is arguably the stupidest rule in all the sports. Why is it illegal defense? Okay? The third one is... Bro, they take heaters out. A guy will hit three, four shots in a row. He's feeling it. Clay goes off for 15, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's take him out. He's the only guy scoring. Why are you taking him out? Dave Roberts would have taken Clay out in the middle of that 37-point quarter. You know, the metrics say that he should only play the first six minutes of the quarter. Yeah, but he's got 25 points so far. Yep, metrics say he's got to come out. we got to, we got to, we got to take him out right here. Uh... Yeah, but he's he hasn't missed in a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're taking him out. Robot. It is deeply, deeply frustrating, Al. Let's try a uh, phone call here. Where do you want to go first, Al? Let's, how does L.A. and Eric sound? Let's Eric, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? Uh, hey, guys. I just wanted to ask you guys a question. This year seems like that Mike Brown year, how he let him go after them five games. Now, I'm not saying I want Darvin to be gone. I assume Westbrook would be gone before he would. But what – do you think it would take like if we start off zero and ten? What would we be saying about Darvin? He ain't going anywhere. Nope. No, he's not. Uh, he, he's not going anywhere. And by the way, I, I think he will have success in the NBA. Period. As a head coach. Now, how much success can he have with the Lakers? There's obviously when I say pressure, it's as in there's always a tension towards the Lakers, which I don't think he cares at all. Um, I don't think there's a number there that hey, this is going to happen. I will say if if you felt like the team, remember last year we're talking about this. Now, Frank Vogel was in a different position, but do you remember this last season where it was, hey, does Vogel still have the squad? I mean, are they going to come back from this road trip and will he be a part of the team? That doesn't happen. In no, no, he's not going to be. But it, it is interesting because this idea that he has a Westbrook distraction, this, this is easily remedied. And it's just a matter of when they want to institute the remedy. 
because just send him home. There, there's no, there, there's, there's very rarely a time in your life when the decision is obvious and the the downside is non-existent. Right? There, what's the downside? Okay, to let's doing actually let's, let's think about that. What is the downside? There isn't one. The the downside would be that for a day or two you'd have to answer questions about what a disastrous decision it was to bring him in in the first place. Okay, fine. Hey, if I mean you've already yeah. gone through a year and change, what's a couple more days? But once it's over, it's over. I mean, you look at where, where was John Wall last? Houston. They weren't asking John Wall questions every day. Yeah, occasionally it might pop up, but that's not to just end it. Get it over with. It's time to move out. It's time to break up. It's time to get a divorce. However you want to characterize it, it's time to go to the next thing. Play that. Play that. This is post game. This is Russ on his. You know, they kind of had brought up. This is what Darvin Ham had said in the pregame show, and then Russ is, I think, talking specifically about his relationship with uh, with Darvin Ham. Russ, um, Darvin was saying before the game that uh, you guys talked about. Um, you know your your comment the other night that you feel like coming off the bench could contribute to the hamstring strain. Um, how has the communication been in the last two days with Darvin and, and sort of an understanding of um, the understanding between you guys on what your role is? It's been good. Okay, there you go. It's good. Just move along. Everything's fine now. What else do you need to hear? <laughs> He doesn't, you know, and, and I know you already know this. I know a lot of Laker fans already know this too. Just doesn't doesn't help himself out at all. Doesn't See, now, help now himself you're at all. To aggravate me. The, today was not going to be the day he was going to be different. Today was not the day where the previous doesn't mean uh, you can't still get frustrated. About well, it. I understand the frustration, but you're choosing to be frustrated, right? That if this guy holds Russell Westbrook, thirty four, something like that, thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Thirty five years of doing it the same way, and you're upset on day. 35 years plus one nah man we've said this that's about what he is. we've said this about other guys how they have and it, listen it's false hope right we've said this about other guys they reached a, a a point in their career where they just kind of it clicked where okay I, i'm not that guy anymore this is the only way that i survive in the league and he just puts his puts his feet down even deeper he, he, look it's it's in a weird bizarre way it's almost admirable that he's so entre- entrenched in his position that he refused, that there's something oddly fascinating about someone who refuses to change their mind and he's one of those guys who refuses to change his mind Ashley is coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN all right, Al, this one comes from GFish21. Why do we need Goodyear blimp aerial photos when the Lakers are playing inside? Hashtag Ask Slee. I like that. It's part of a partnership. <laughs> is it? We They're have to fill in the film? sponsor. I have no idea. It is like I get the overhead sure, glamour the shot of the Bowl. city of the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Petco Park. It's like, hey, look, it's Coronado Bridge, and you can see yeah. Petco Park where they're playing, but looking at the roof of Staples Center is always kind of weird. It's like I've never I think they finished. That. Did I see something yesterday? I think they finished the roof. You know how before just had to staples before now crypto.com. I think they're doing it for that. I think they just finished it. I have no idea. I don't I actually <laughs> did not see it last night. It I just seems yesterday. like a weird thing to have overhead shots of an indoor deal. Uh Capitano Matt, this weekend I'm celebrating my college homecoming. Are you an active alumni at San Diego State? Hashtag Ask Sleep. You know, when I first graduated, um, much more active. Not as active right now. Not as active. And I, to be honest with you, I can't tell you why. I'm not sure. Why? Okay, I so should be more active. I go back and forth. Like I get excited for like the results of games for my alma mater. Like, yeah. I want them to win baseball games, yeah. basketball games. Those are really the only two things that we do there. But 
like, I don't understand. Like, the active alumni, I'm not hiring people. I'm not, like, I, I don't know what I get out of it. I just want my teams to win. <laughs> Beyond that, I'm not quite sure what it is. Okay, by the way, that's that's a good example. And then I'll. this is why I need to do a much better job with San Diego State University. I haven't been to Snapdragon Stadium yet. Why do I get sad every time I drive by? Sad for what? So, so tiny. The stadium? Yeah. This holds 30,000 people. What do you want? There How many was, people are they going to get for San Diego no, State? No, no, this is what it is. There was this monstrous right, stadium in the past. It was built in the 60s. But it was historic. To historic who? to San Diego. Okay. Well, nobody's saying that you wanted Qualcomm to stay. Yeah. You just... It's sad that there used to be that there used to be a professional NFL team here, well, yeah, and then now it's thing. like this is the, this is a Charger thing bubbling up again. And then it just went to this little through through the Charger prism. I get it for you because it's thirty thousand for San Diego State football. Feels no, you about don't. Right. You don't need. You don't need any more. Otherwise, you look like UCLA. You don't need any more. <laughs> you don't need any more seats there. It's just what. You know, There's nothing worse than when UCLA plays at the Rose Bowl and they actually get a decent crowd, like they'll get fifty thousand people. It's like, why is half the place empty? Because you don't see the fifty thousand that are there, you see the forty five thousand that aren't. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, that's a good point. That's the only thing that you see in that situation. Um, all right. So you have your life depends on one of these situations to win the game. Craig Kimbrell with a full count and the bases loaded, or Russell Westbrook shooting an open three to win the game. You have to pick one. Full count, bases loaded. We saw that regular season. Padres walked it off. Kimbrell threw a ball. Russ, I saw yesterday go 0 for 6 from the three-point line. (laughs) 0 for 11 overall. Don't forget the other five that he missed that were inside the arc. I think it's easier to throw a strike than it is to hit a three. I'll go Kimbrell, Kimbrell with the full count. Yeah, the, the, somebody might hit a line drive at somebody. right? That He he may hit a fly Some, ball to the warning track just... that Bellinger brings back or something like that, but the odds of Russ making that bucket are, are low. As much Not as a cool question, love, bro. <laughs> that's from Ivan in Monrovia. As much as I don't like the option of Craig Kimbrell trying to save my life, can I have like Tiger Woods making a 12-foot putt? Nope. Can, can we throw that <laughs> nope. in there? Even on like the street or something where the balls bounce it all over the place. Uh, John in Huntington Beach, what are Lady Slee's favorite flowers and how often do you buy them? Hashtag Ask Slee. Damn it. This is going to go back to like San Diego State. Not often enough. What is wrong with me? <laughs> she first. I, are I, you a special occasion only guy? Yeah, probably. You know what? I'm, I'm going to this weekend. I'm just going to go buy flowers. I'll bring them in. You know who's clutch at this? Trader Joe's is clutch at this. They got good flowers there. Um, she likes, if, first of all, if I bring anything, just the gesture she'd be happy with. But you ever go get flowers from Trader Joe's? They got these sunflowers that I'm like, what the hell? This is the most beautiful thing ever. You take that into the house, it's gold. Number two spot. Number one spot's Costco. You can get two dozen roses for 14 bucks. <laughs> Can't beat it. What about right off the freeway? Come on. The, the, yeah, but you got to be, you, you got, you, what if you miss, what if you get a green light? Tulips, you got to keep going. You can't get Tulips them. home. Those are nice. Those are good. But those, those are nice. Costco can't go there there you could buy the why, whole store why do for I feel 15 like, bucks i know but why do i feel like costco you're not wrong in this but every time i think of costco i think that if i'm gonna go get frozen chicken and then i'm also getting like you all these other items the other just pop in get all the other items and then i'm getting flowers too it just seems here's a trick ready yeah don't grab a cart 
Just walk in with just don't pick up any cart Go get basket. flowers. Just get them because and you a can, full roasted chicken. <laughs> maybe you have you, enough. You have enough space in your you hands. You can get a chicken and a wine and a flowers, but you're really only getting three things tops. And you can get out of there with just your flowers. Special night, babe. Rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I told you what that old man said to me at the time. Flowers. I, I got a bottle of wine and flowers at Costco. This guy was like 80, and he's in line behind me. He goes, so are you looking to get out of trouble or get into some? <laughs> like That is both awesome and creepy coming from an 80-year-old guy. It was uh, never forgot. Never forgot. You have paper towels, rotisserie chicken, and flowers. Who is worse? YouTubers who tell you to smash that like smash button. Smash that like subscribe. button, brother. Before their video plays, or Aaron Boone blaming an open roof for their game two loss. Yeah, right. Aaron Boone is just annoying. I don't know why. I feel like he's always complaining. Remember when the Yankees were going through that losing streak during the season? And every time he got in front of a mic, it just was somebody just whining the entire time. Give me the YouTuber smashing that like button way over Aaron Boone. There's nothing that, like, smash that like button and subscribe is super annoying. I hate that. But, dude, you you got beat. Bregman, who I loathe, loathe Alex Bregman. Hits a three-run homer. He hit a three-run homer. freaking hitting the ball like no it tomorrow. Was, it was a fly ball that yep. fell into the short porch. It happens. But Aaron Judge did not get robbed because the roof was open. Aaron, That's not what happened. Aaron Boone is basically that guy that, on a basketball floor, that when they lose, he says, if I had my real shoes, like if I was wearing my real shoes, my basketball shoes, yeah, you would not win this game. His grandfather, Ray, was a major leaguer. Okay. His father, Bob, was a major leaguer and a major league manager. Mm-hmm. His brother, Brett, was a major leaguer for a long time. He was a longtime major league player. Yep. He was an analyst, and now he's the manager. Dude, you got to know that the roof screwed us is not a good excuse. <laughs> it's just, say it's that. just We lost. Valdez jammed us up. We had no. They decided they made the fatal error of letting him go past the fifth inning, and he pitched two more innings where we didn't get anything going off of him, and he locked us up. They were better than us tonight. We got to win the next one. You know, it'd be awesome if they lose again in Houston. That means it has to get back to Houston it for game six. They'd probably take that right now. Is if he says, well, the roof was open. And if the roof wasn't open, then we'd probably win that game. How much are you going to hate working with me if the Astros win the World Series? Hashtag Astley, because I am not going to be in a good place, Al. And it feels very, very no. But this one's justified. Happen. This one, this one, I get. This one, I understand. So I, actually, I won't be, won't be upset. When you eat pistachios, do you put the whole thing in your mouth to pop open while sucking the salt, or do you just crack it open with your hands? So it depends. There's, uh, there's a lot of different ways to eat pistachios. If I'm sitting in front of a TV and there's a bowl of pistachios, which is probably usually the case every time Those I go to really, my mom's house, they're really good. Right? It's more just uh, red or green ones. Red or green ones, green ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, green ones. That's the you know that's the that's kind of the cream of the crop when it comes to. I, it. I, I agree. Green's, they're they're, they're the right red's ones. Red's okay, but red green's better. So um, I will crack them open and just straight to the trash. Right. If I'm in my car and this happens, I'll go to a gas station to go get some drinks or whatever the case is. I like pistachios. I'm a fan of pistachios. Those. I need to savor them a little bit more. I need to kind of get the salt out a little bit. That's going in my mouth. Then I'm cracking it. And I'm not in a hurry. I'm not like I'm taking my time. I'm just driving. So there's two different scenarios here. Yeah, there's two different scenarios. I didn't know you could eat pistachios like sunflower seeds. I didn't even know that was an option. You just kind of leave them in your mouth and then you just crack them right there. And then they go. Yeah, they go. I might have to get some pistachios on the way home. Uh, What would it take for you to name your two children Ben and Jerry? Hashtag Ashley. It's from Darren. A lot of ice cream, brother. A lot of free ice cream. 
That's not enough either. That's not enough. Uh, there's nothing that would make so me let, name my kids Ben and Jerry. Let's say um, that your dad was named Ben and Lady okay. Slee's dad was named Jerry, and yeah. you both wanted to name your sons after your dads. Yep. Do you do it? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because that, that kid. Go ahead, Emily. Combine it into one kid. His name is Ben. Bajuri, Jerry, something uh, like Sleeve. that. Because I get like I named my oldest son after my dad. Yeah. And it's it's something that a lot of people do, right? There's a girl that I listen to, and she does. Um, they're they're really good. They do this. Uh, um, all their stuff on YouTube is all just politics and news. Her last name's Ball. Her first name's Crystal. Okay, it's Crystal Ball. And every time I hear that, I'm just like, what, what's going her on? Her parents here? should have been arrested at the hospital when I'm they saying. named her that. Like, hey, excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Ball, you, you need to come with us. And sometimes, We're not doing Crystal. Sometimes it will come up and it's like the other guy talking. He's like, you know, I don't have a Crystal Ball in front of me. And I'm like, okay, guys, let's, let's take it easy. A bit. Let's take it easy. Take it easy with the uh, Crystal Ball jokes. Christian McCaffrey. Damn. He's a member of the San Francisco 49ers. It's your moves, Ram. What do they do next? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.